Let's just get that puppy moving. We're uh, it's rolling. We're recording. This is happening. Can you oh can you believe it? I can't believe it. It's it's twenty stock. it's twenty nineteen, which means we've been podcasting for six years with very That's little sick. encouragement and for very little reward and for very little reason in the first place. <laughs> and welcome to the Bohemian Podcast. Welcome. Good evening and welcome to the History of Alchemy Podcast. Did I just nullify all of our effort? You, you did. Um, <laughs> 450 plus episodes if you count episodes where we were where we were guests almost at 500 if you cheat basically almost 2.5 million downloads 10 podcasts 10 podcast feeds i'm not going to say they're all equal not all podcasts are created equal and wow i don't know three languages three languages and i think there's about you could say four permanent members of the podcast nick team counting you did yeah, in, in that's, a mod that's perfect. yep that's right all right that's so i'm just trying to like six years later man that's the uh state of the union right there yeah but and you, the, and the we store got, we got then, sponsors uh, we pull a revenue we got reviews on itunes we got people that are books. very friendly and and flattering to us we got two books if you if you am if you look us up on i almost said if you google us on amazon which makes perfect sense, but that's nonsense. It does. No, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> if you look for Pete Coleman or Travis Dow on Amazon, you'll see we got a couple of books out, um, and still rolling, still kicking. Depending on what you listen to, you might have you might be fooled. If you're a only a history of alchemy fan, you might have thought we just gave it up, we ghosted. But no, that's not true. Uh, six years, man. Unbelievable, dude. Are you still? Uh, how are you hanging? How's it? How's it going? How's it? How's it going? <laughs> I feel great. I feel, actually, you know, the thing is about the six years, I actually feel rejuvenated. Um, I was a little dragging there in 2018 uh, because there was just so many things up in the air, Trav. I mean, there was like we had our new shows that we're trying to to do. And one of the new shows has me flying all around Europe trying to uh, gather up footage and, and go into more of a visual aspect than just the audio podcast and still try to keep our other programs going as well. So um, it kind of, I you get these little burnout moments. If you're the type of podcasters like we are that we're got our hands in a bunch of different things and, um, it keeps us very active. It keeps our brains moving with different activities and different sort of thoughts, but you have the potential to burn out. And, um, you know, I know Travis, uh, both of us have both, both had some life changing situations in the past uh, year and a half. And, um, you know, with work and family and all these other things going on, it's, it gets to the point where you feel a little bit overwhelmed, but at the end of the day, at the beginning of 2019, I am feeling actually very rejuvenated and energetic with what's coming out. And that just comes with throwing out some more podcasts for the Bohemian podcast. This is an interesting place, uh, to, to see baseball and to really see that there's a lot of similarities between and almost to the day, a year earlier, that he was granted supreme power over the French. Christmas time in Czechia. So we're glad you're with us. We're going to take a tour around most of Prague today and get the sights and sounds of the season, the Yuletide season, 
as uh, this is probably one of the most popular destinations in all of Europe when it comes to Christmas time celebrations. Uh, and also getting ready for Past Access, which is the big new show that's coming out in 2019. Artifacts from both world wars are presented in great detail. Many of the interactive terminals are low enough for wheelchair viewing and access. Definitely a plus for me. And putting all that travel work to good use. So I say we're, we're doing pretty good. Um, but the fact that we're even talking in terms of uh, a season one of a new show on YouTube and, and you know, we'll, we'll cut the audio and there'll be some audio exclusives and whatnot. And it'll definitely be a podcast as well. But but the fact that we're talking in terms of that is is pretty cool, considering six years ago we had like maybe what were our parents, <laughs> our listeners, maybe I don't even know, like my brother. We, we, we had a very, very small, close knit uh, fan base of, Jeff, uh, of relatives. Jeff, Jeff from work. And um, yeah, <laughs> that was about it. God bless um, him. You know, it, it's grown so much in the sense that we we've we both felt that if we could just get a couple hundred people listen to the show, that's that's pretty awesome. And mm -hmm. with that modesty that we've had, I think we've kept that modesty to a certain extent. Um, and, uh, you know, as the, our, our listeners started growing in numbers and we started doing these new sort of events and um, reaching out and really kind of taking this to a whole new level, um, I really do think that, um, you know, it's just exploded and it's gone beyond our wildest dreams, really, in, in a lot of ways. Mm hmm. Yeah, when the last time I checked like history of Germany numbers, I got stage fright all over again because it's <laughs> it's a little. Yeah, well, you know, maybe this is a good time to talk talk some metrics, Trav. What what are some metrics of, of our shows, maybe individually and as as a whole under the podcast Nick umbrella? Really, you want to just like pop the hood like that, but, uh, dude? Let's we, we start strong, man. We start strong on podcasts. Let's go right to the attention getter. If I. Uh... <laughs> if I if I had to give a a, a pitch to like a sponsor. Um, then I would say, I would say like we, on a good month when we're doing stuff, then we probably pull in like 70,000 downloads a month, any month, any month that, you know, on average, um, and at least like a thousand or two a day, which I know like there's way bigger fish out there. Don't get me wrong, you know, but, but that's just like a nice portfolio. Cause that, that's like all together. That's like all the, all the podcasts, you know, all the downloads or all the down, all the podcasts for one month kind of thing. Um, but yeah, history of Germany is definitely the biggest. I think it has it. That one is the only one that maybe has a million or more by itself. Uh, but the same in German has, is like at half a million, um, history of alchemy. Hold up. Like, so the crazy thing is, is the ones that we started six years ago, I'm actually gonna history of alchemy has had this weird trajectory where even if we don't do anything, people find it. It was it was, I mean, so History of Alchemy was linked to on things like BuzzFeed and stuff because of yeah. the, the, if you have the Venn diagram, anytime we hit Harry Potter, um, we get like tens of thousands of downloads extra. So History of Alchemy is actually at, okay, almost 400,000, which is crazy. That is and amazing. Bohemian, a little more than half that. And Americana for euch, which is my show I only do in German about U.S. history. So you probably didn't even know that, that, that that's the thing uh, is right up there with Bohemian. And the Secret Cabinet is is at over 100,000. Um, Africa history, which is kind of retired, is still, you know, getting a thousand downloads a month. Uh, the 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 Arabic version of the history of Germany has thousands of downloads. And then the new podcast feed, our new uh, kind of experimental feed where we actually interview 
people like you, Judith, uh, you know, our our co-host of the History of Germany, um, Imad, who is a Syrian refugee and translates History of Germany to Arabic. We interviewed him on the podcast Nick feed. So the podcast Nick feed is kind of hard to find on iTunes. You almost have to type in podcast Nick and then like Travis, like podcast Nick Travis will definitely get you there or podcast Nick Germany or something like that. If you go to podcastnick.com, you can you can find it. And I think there's a RSS link to it and everything. So but yeah, that's that's just kind of, you know, that and also <laughs> the podcast Nick feed was kind of our idea of like, how do we actually get rid of some of these? How do we actually, you know, just kind of have a combined feed where if people are just kind of curious of what we're doing overall. That's the place to go. You know, we'll, well that, and that, that's the thing we, we really wanted to put on the websites that we wanted to put uh, mentioned on our podcasts. Is is and put on the front as as a little uh, a precursor to our YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, uh, present. There's a podcast like YouTube channel, and there will definitely exactly. be a past access, um, either yeah. YouTube channel or show on the Bohemian channel. You know, that's it. Doesn't matter how we slice and dice it, but um, we'll link to it from podcastnick.com for sure. And, and, um, and yeah. the reason for that is, and you know, Travis, you came up with this plan because. We have all these great shows individually, and we're sending people out, you know, uh, like herding cats. You oh, know, Mike, like, you should see you know, my tweet deck trying to keep was, track of Twitter. It was just too hard to do. Madness. So, so we wanted to keep a, an umbrella so that people can go to one-stop shopping for for uh, getting this free content, which is great. Um, and we also wanted to incorporate a uh, a store that we did. Um, so it has a lot of possibilities for uh, you know our our efforts. To have podcasting be uh, the name that you want to remember, yeah. Uh, and of course, and, and also there's a there's a podcasting Facebook page. I should say for the first time ever, we finally realized okay, let's put everything we do. So history of alchemy, Bohemian history yep. of Germany, secret cabinets. We'll put that all on the podcasting page. Um, and that's a, that's a still pretty small tight knit community right now. Um, but yeah, that and part of that is just like so we can keep oversight. If we have a if we have an announcement or something, we can just throw it up there. It gets a little confusing for some of our listeners because we have kind of like a like you say a Venn diagram or a spider diagram, if you will, of what we're connected with. We we've got great people that and networks that we're connected with that kind of expands our product, our shows. We can say that that um, <laughs> you know we have we have our hands in a lot of different things, and we've made some great podcast buddies and friends across the globe because of this and we want to strengthen those those commitments and those friendships uh, because we really kind of work with each other in a lot of ways to help um, bring our content to a whole bunch of different listeners and and maybe Travis, this is a good uh, idea to maybe mention some of those names like uh, you know uh, the agora podcast family and of course the dark mists and all those guys maybe we can go through some of those guys because they've been really important to our success in the past six years yeah wow so there's there's a great community around um, which came out of Facebook. So the, the history podcasts group, which, um, there's another one that's, that's called just history podcasts. And that's a great place where people that are interested in, in things like German history, there's, you know, but, but Twitter too, like history of Poland. Oh my goodness. I, we had some shenanigans that I probably wouldn't even pull on Facebook. Um, <laughs> someone, one of the history of France or, or someone um, some World War II joke and then something about at Germany podcast coming through something, uh, you know, at, at Belgium podcast or something. And it got pretty ugly because uh, we had <laughs> like we had history of Italy. Uh, we had a couple of different Vatican <laughs> podcasts that are like all in, all involved in this like World War One slash World War II scenario. 
Um, and, and that, you know, it's a lot of fun, but on the, on the Facebook groups, there's a, you know, hundreds of history podcasters and thousands of listeners. It's a great community. And then out of that has actually grown like the Agora podcast network, which is not exclusively history podcasts. Um, and also dark myths, which is also not exclusively history podcasts. Um, in fact, in both of those, we might be a kind of a small fish. I don't know. Um, I yeah, yeah. Those, those are there's some great shows on on both of those. Darkmyths.org. Uh, no, sorry, shoot. Yeah, it is darkmyths.org. I think, and uh, Agora, AgoraPodcastNetwork.com, something like that. But you can find them both on Facebook. You can Google, Google them both for sure, and uh, they're both on Twitter. And uh, that's always a great community, especially if you like. Because we, we a, a lot of us are from the same generation. Like we all kind of started six years ago, or or around. The, there's some newer guys and some that have maybe doing it a couple of years. Like some legends that have been doing it uh, a couple of years longer. But we're all there, so that's a great place to kind of you know if you if I think Mike Duncan isn't <laughs> like I was gonna say History of Rome, but he might be the only one. Because uh, uh, even like Ray Harris, he's he does the World War II podcast. He was like, "All right, guys," on the Twitter thing, you know. He's like, "Do I need to like you know judge judge any kind of accuracy here?" Um, but yeah, it's just a great fun community kind of. Uh, there's also in the German when I was talking to Judith, there's I love that they have like Podstock and Podcamp, and you actually get to see. Um, the, the, the criticism there, it's like, it's the, the click of the same couple hundred people, but I'm like, you know, I've never actually been to any, I really want to go to Podstock this year and meet those couple hundred people. Cause it is, a, it's also a pretty tight knit community on Twitter and, um, just really everybody like the, what makes this community so great is that everyone's just like really generous with, with cross promotion and plugs. And, um, even if you're not a network member, like, it's not like you have to be Agora or uh, it's like some of us are members of both like us. There's a couple of us out there um, and we we coordinate if, if we're going to a show or a bunch of folks were invited to Harvard. And I was like, oh, you know, Agora has a, a chat about, you know, hotels or whatever. And so does Darth Dark Myth. And I was like, hey, you guys talk to those guys. And then they did. And they were all at the same table. And, you know, it was just a great, great thing. And there's no sense of like competition or that we're all fighting for rare resources. Like, no, if you're a history fan, then and uh, some of the some of the positive feedback we've gotten is that. Um, I definitely like when I had, as an example, like I had I was like, oh, we're about to hit the, you know, Dana Verica and mentioned Denmark for the first time. So I just had, um, Soren on for history of Denmark. And, uh, we talked like Vikings and, you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, crusades. I really hope to have Sharon Easta on. I asked her like a year ago and she said, yes, but, um, we're just kind of, we're, but we're there now. History of Germany is like World War, uh, World War II, the second crusade and we're, we're there. So I want to have her on. And and part of that is like, I don't want to I don't want to reinvent the wheel as a community. We're creating this this. This is like, like I'm quoting a, one of the iTunes reviews now. Um, but he's like, we're creating this this wealth or this like library of knowledge that's all cross linked and cross promoted. And it's a beautiful thing, you know, yeah, Trev, it's, it's a sense of community. And I think uh, that's one thing that really. Uh, you know, keeps me going up. And the big news, obviously, that we're doing right now, putting all of our time and money and effort and, and everything behind is the Past Access show, which we kind of briefly mentioned at the beginning. But it is up right now. You can go to podcastnic.com and basically just click play. The, the, the first video that's up is already embedded. That's on Dresden, like we said, and it's called From the Ashes. And, and uh, it's a 18, 25 minute 
um, yeah. video and and just the production value is <laughs> you don't really know us until you've seen that video because it's it's far better than anything that we've produced and put out so far. Um, so what about that? Yeah, how was how was uh, or how are you feeling now that you finally got the first episode? It feels so good to get that monkey off my back. You know, for, I've been doing this recording a lot of like uh, my trips and journeys for the past few years saving it backing it up and saying okay eventually i'll write a script we'll get the show done and um until you just kind of you know push the the, the pedal to to the floor um you know it's just kind of hanging over you so the to get this first show out was just a really big relief um I, i'm starting to see the vision and the flow for the show however as you can tell dresden is it's got some pretty dark history to it so it's a little bit of a modeling show if you pick a, a, a nice vocabulary word for that um because of the the history that's there uh, moving forward, the show that's in uh, production right this minute is on my trip to Barcelona, and that's going to be a brighter show. Uh, of course, we're going to be talking about some heavy subjects with Franco and um, the, uh, Span this, the Spanish Civil War. Uh, we'll talk about the War of Spanish Secession. We'll talk about uh, um, some of the issues with the bubonic plague um, and uh, you know the Roman influence, of course, going back even further than that. But We'll also be showing you great things about the city, like flamenco dancing. I'll take you to flamenco dancing. I'll take you to um, the Elborn district, uh, which is kind of like the Soho of, of, uh, of Barcelona. You'll see life like it is from a, from a cable car, wheelchair accessible, sort of. <laughs> but I did it for you, so you can see it if I have any wheelchair listeners, uh, chair users. Uh, it's going to be uh, interesting to see my take on, on the town. Um, it's, it's a lovely town. Uh, it's got a lot of energy to it. And hopefully I can make sure that you see that in this. And just keep in mind, this is kind of on a shoestring budget. We're doing the best we, we can with it. I think it looks fine. But uh, to give you an idea, my cameraman was my 13-year-old son in Dresden. So, um, <laughs> you know, I had, to, I had to buy him like a steak dinner. But other than that, we were good. So, <laughs> I, Yeah, no, I, I think it's incredible. I can't wait for the next one. Um, you've also been sitting in front of it for hours and hours. I think if you watch it for the first time, you're just blown away in this because it's a tightly packed like 20 minutes and uh yeah you've you've been staring at it for for hours and hours so it's a little bit different but yeah they, they, are, they become your babies you know you, you start thinking about how can you tell a story to someone that hasn't been there but tell them in a way that keeps their attention and mm -hmm. i think um find the right music finding the right sound effects listen when you go back and watch that that the dresden um video you'll see that there's a the B-17s uh, or the uh, the Lancasters are dropping their their munitions on the city. You hear the bomb bay doors open. You hear the whistling of the bombs, and you hear the explosions of the bombs. Cross crossfit with the with the really sad music. All that I had to do by my hand. You, you, yeah, so, so it was like a mute video, yeah. and you had to add the the sound back it, in, kind of. It was a reused video from World War Two. Oh, jeez, yeah. So I had to go by hand and, and find free use things because that's part of the world we live in with uh youtube you have to make sure copyright issues yep. are, are managed and and you do your your due diligence but you need to also kind of color the picture and i think for me my background in in audio and doing radio documentaries in the 90s and and newscasting and then also doing our bohemian podcast i'm i'm a stickler for audio so um i've tried my best to kind of match that with the with the tools that we have at our hand and I think we did a pretty good job. So even if you were to listen to it by closing your eyes, you should still be get, have a good uh, experience. Um, and I mentioned that because this show, Past Access, will not only be on YouTube. It will be also 
on um, our audio feed. So you'll be able to hear it on the go. And yeah. I think that would be pretty neat. There'll be some cities with no video um, that are just audio-based. So Yeah, you know, I, yeah, yeah I, would, I would say don't miss out on the video, but there will be some exclusive content on the podcast feed. That's that's right. For, for now, you can already uh, – you can go to the Bohemian YouTube channel – and subscribe and that way i don't if you're on youtube you know youtube is also in a way a social media platform and people are you know messaging and commenting and and uh, subscribing and liking all kind of a lot like facebook um but yeah you can go on the youtube uh, bohemian youtube channel and subscribe and and uh, like the videos and or leave a comment and we really appreciate it um it really it's like super new and growing and you know yet another channel that we're trying to get off the get off the ground so we really appreciate all the support just in the in the usual like subscribe and like kind of stuff we've done some reshuffling obviously there's the podcastnik feed um where it's kind of the the best of all of our stuff and some new content but with that being said shows like bohemican bohemican has definitely had some new content come out Again, that's like Pete doing a lot of the heavy heavy lifting there, and that's a a huge effort to not not let that die. And we have really loyal fans there, and all that. Um, sure. And then, of course, history of alchemy. All we can say for right now is is don't worry, it's not dead. Uh, on the one hand, we've been excited to see that that people are still discovering that that podcast, the very first thing we ever recorded, um, along with Bohemian. Um, because yeah, it's such a niche topic that people, it just took six years for people to discover like, oh wow, there's a whole history podcast on alchemy, just on alchemy. Um, so yeah, we've been doing it for a while, uh, and we only published maybe one show last year and that was only, even that was a a sign of life, just like, Hey, we're not dead. Um, but, but still the, the, the downloads have never been better. It's amazing. Like people are just, it's kind of word of mouth on its own and taken off in circles that I'm no longer in touch with. It used to be, uh, through Facebook groups and wherever we were active that I knew where people were coming from. But now it's just like, I, I have no idea who's, I, I don't see the traffic if people are linking to it, but, um, somebody's out there still, still spreading the word and shouting it out. So that's, that's fantastic. But I am still reading alchemy books and and uh, still hungry to talk about it and learn about it. So that that'll be coming uh, too when when we kind of clear our plate of all these new launches and exciting right. stuff happening. If you want to support our show, we we've over the years. This is maybe a good time to talk about it. Um, year six. Yeah, six this, years, man. This is yeah, and we've we've gone back and forth on. We've been very privileged and lucky. Um, to be able to to sustain, even if if costs have risen, or if we wanted to do some experiments that do cost money, um, or travel, or that kind of thing for the show, past access definitely needs, uh, you know, has expenses. You know, Pete's Pete's going Very to these so. places. It's not yeah. like History of Germany where I sit in California and talk about Saxony. Pete's on the ground taking his wheelchair over cobblestones for you guys. You know. Um, yeah, so so we're you know th- th- that's that's no longer free for us to to create. So we really we have gotten support. We do see revenue. 
um, through ads on Acast, and and we apologize if that annoys people. We, I mean, I prefer to not listen to ads, and and we're upright with that. And I would love to have a business model that doesn't involve ads, where everything is free. And we don't really need sponsors like that. And either we have sponsors that we work tighter with so we don't just have a commercial break in the middle that disrupts the flow, but we can mention, um, you know, our sponsors kind of. And and also we want to find something, people that are a very natural fit to what we do um, and who we are. And that way it's just, yeah, we're not gonna have to worry about like, are we going to get dropped if we say the wrong thing? And that's part of it. So we've been very fortunate to, to have a little bit of a, budget to to spend on t-shirts and graphic designers and stickers and all that stuff um, and money has come in through patreon I, it's not a lot <laughs> i think it's like 20 bucks a month or whatever but man that that that's awesome and i owe those guys stickers i I've, i'm so bad at like checking the tiers that people signed up for and sending out whatever i promised um but i will um and and i appreciate the patreon supporters I hope it's not. I hope you guys aren't signing up for stickers because you can buy those in the shop too. But anyways, like yeah, some people don't want to buy a t-shirt. They just want to send us more. like we've that's feedback we've gotten. So there is well, PayPal and Patreon and stuff and, and that's well, worked and, and we've been very grateful. But also, I mean, so to finish the thought, part of the ad thing is um, we do spend money on a graphic designer and we have amazing stuff. Like, I, like at least personally, according to my taste, it's stuff that I, you know, do wear myself and I've kind of wanted to create because of stuff I would wear myself. Uh, stickers, hats, there's new stuff out on podcastnickshop.com. And um, the more, frankly, the more, you know, we get a, we see a nice profit margin there and that really does help a lot, a lot, like way more than it's, that's more ad revenue than ads. That's more ad ad revenue than 20 bucks a month on Patreon. One t-shirt, like one hoodie or something really makes a difference. And if you buy the uh, history of Germany and Arabic stuff, that all proceeds go directly to Ahmad. I'll make sure he, he sees every cent of, of that money, um, and uh, yeah, and then, you know, everything else, like I, we have History of Germany merch now for the first time and even Podcast Nick merch for the first time. Um, and uh, yeah, so, you know, the way that we can stay independent and, and not worry about dr- losing sponsors because of like lewd secret secret cabinet topics or whatever is, um, you know, maybe just give our merch, merch shop a chance, uh, a look-see, check out podcastnickshop.com. And, um, okay. Like that's enough for the, for the self shilling, yeah, but put, let's put a pin in that for a second. Because... Yeah. I, I like, I want to say thank you because it is like, yeah, like we are motivated to keep going on. Well, on... Look, yeah. Look, go ahead. Look, look, yeah. Look at what we're, what we're doing here. And, and is Travis and I, um, want to do something that we enjoy doing. Of course, we also want to bring enjoyment and education and, uh, some insight to people that are wanting to, to, take part in our show to listen to it. And we really appreciate you as the listeners because uh, you're the, yeah. actually the motivating factor for us to kind of, when we come home from work, is to spend another three or four hours at home working on these things to produce stuff. Um, that we, we love that energy. And I got to tell you, we got a show about wheelchair travel for people with disabilities that want to expand their world beyond their, their local community because their life is not over. It, it's, a, it's almost like a religious viewpoint of trying to get that message out to people so that they can have you know, embetterment of their lives, uh, that life is not over, over after a spinal cord injury or some kind of congenial uh, birth defect or some, something on those lines. You can still live life and travel the world. 
And when we talk about a mod, that's another great story. When Travis went out to did an outreach to find a mod um, to do the show uh, uh, in uh, Arabic. Oh my gosh, you know, yeah. th- this is huge because we've seen it in the news. There are so many people from the Middle East that are coming in uh, to Europe, especially into Germany. And they're coming in as refugees. They're coming in looking for a new life. And uh, at that time, they, they're trying their best, many of them, I believe, uh, to acclimate to their new society, to learn the German language, to learn the German backgrounds of history so that they can you know, yeah. find a new – and also not just take from Germany, but no. give back. When I, right? when I, when I, when I talked to a mod, um, again, that, that, that interview is also on the podcasting feed and he was just like, man, I'm the refugee status. They won't give me a work visa. They won't, they won't deport me maybe. Um, but they, they won't give me a work visa either. And also I want to do, you know, like he went to engineering. I mean, he, he studied engineering in college and, and, uh, was trying to get into like visual design and, and that kind of stuff. And he's like, no, nah, I just can't even. Yeah, I don't even. I can't. They won't even give me a visa because of my status. So yeah, and it's like he just wants to be a, a contributing member of society. Really, that that's it. Um, and in that regard, I got to say, yeah, our mission has changed a lot from just like a from a pure curiosity and a wanting of like we channel our curiosity and we get people excited. Uh, you know, now it's been six years. We got six years of feedback. There's, we have good data points of of um, listeners writing back saying. Uh, you know, just just your enthusiasm, your your level of energy about the way you guys talk about beer or whatever it is that day, um, yeah. has just been has been infectious. And I like I, all like Americana for Oich, which I only do in German, is a great example where people are just like, "Oh man, you make me want to go to the states." Like I used to hate Americans or whatever, and I'm like, "Oh wow, well, <laughs> glad I did my service." Um, but it's because I because I talk really excitedly about well serious topics like slavery or. Uh, the next one is the Trail of Tears. Um, uh, but I also did, you know, the one before that was gas stations. And last year I did one on bubble gum. So it's so just kind of like this, uh, you know, lighter topics in between. And that, that that's really gotten a good reaction, especially in the beginning. It was like, wow, how can you guys do, you know, 80 episodes on alchemy? Like, I, And then yet, like, I heard them all and, and I didn't know that it would be so interesting. To now, yeah, we definitely have much more of a what's the word like a, a social mission but a let's before it was like hey we found out this cool story or we found out this neat little tidbit just from just from living in prague and let's share that with the folks back home to oh there's all kinds of from uh, german history to syrian refugees to um just being like dude pete by the way you know you go into a castle every weekend do you realize that that's not like people could like that's motivating that's like um inspiring yeah just just to know that you're out there pushing up hills or or driving where you're not supposed to be driving because you know (laughs) rolling by flip him the bird be like hey i'm going to the top because because wheelchair flip him the bird and and uh you know that those kind of stories are just like yeah just like the fact that you're out there doing those things is is motivating and and uh we'll we'll put a smile on people's faces let alone maybe encourage you know push somebody over the tipping point of getting them to, to, you know, get in an airplane and, and, uh, fly overseas and, and see what, what we've all seen. I think that's, that's fantastic. Still, you know, it's all history. It all touches on history. Yeah. We're still history I nerds. Look at, I look at the shows that we have, Travis, and, and I think, you know, we have different listener groups listening to some of our different products that we provide. And some of those groups kind of merge together, which is great. 
um, and wonderful, but sometimes they, they're kind of siloed. And yeah, um, when that's it comes fun to Netflix, in a way, but yeah. Yeah, it's fun in a way because you're, you're talking to a specific group. For instance, like when you're talking to the German audience in German about American culture and history, um, that, that's, a, that's a very unique way of getting that information from an American that grew up in Munich, right, mm-hmm. as in you. So the other aspect of it is when we do the Bohemian show about Czech culture from a, an expat viewpoint, especially two American expat viewpoints, um, the sidebar to that is we get a lot of, of, of listener mail coming in, which are, it, uh, let me tell you what, is very appreciated. I, when I get down thinking, oh, man, I don't have enough time. I'm too tired this weekend to work on a show. Um, I read some of those emails. I'm like, you know what? People are listening, and they are all around the world, and they either miss the, their home country of Czech Republic, or they're looking to find their roots that have been several generations removed from the old country. And when we have these these great met, metadata and metrics that we get back from the show, you see, we see basically where all our listeners are from um, mm-hmm. by a monthly basis or even a yearly basis. And it is so uh, interesting to me that we've got uh, 25 listeners uh, this past month from from Japan. Uh, we've got several from Qatar. We've got uh, a whole bunch from the Baltic countries, and we got several from Norway and, and Sweden. Uh, of course, our biggest listeners uh, for the Bohemian podcast are from the United States and Canada and England. And we had a huge spike in, in Czech Republic listeners, which is also odd. Yeah, because that, that's shows- what we always wanted, and that did not happen for years. Because well, the show's not in Czech. Yeah, like, where are the locals? But but yeah. but we knew it should like every tourist every tourist should should tune in. And then go look for the places we talk about. You know, like that's, I mean, I always just wished like, oh man, you know, I want to go through Rome, listening to the history of Rome podcast kind of thing. Like that, that's, that was always on my mind. Like how cool would it be to just meander Rome, uh, meander Prague with, with headphones on and listening to Pete and Trav talk about Wenceslav Square or whatever. Um, By the way, we had so many tourists in the city of Prague last year. That it outnumbered the population almost double, so um, it, it Prague has become mm-hmm. a hot spot for European travel. Oh so yeah, that come to Europe will set foot on Old Town Square at some point, especially during the summer peak months. So um, we hope that if you are getting ready for a trip, that you're listening to some of our 80 shows that we've done for the past six years at Bohemian, and um, and just kind of get kind of prepped a little bit. Again, we preface this by saying the early years we were trying to find our audio uh, sweet spot, which we had a hard time doing, um, equipment-wise and knowledge-based. But as you as you go through, you'll see that our quality increased, our script writing got better. You know, we were adding more sound effects and music. Uh, there's some great shows out there. You know, not to tune our own horn, but there are some of my favorites that are out there still that I think really stand on par with a lot of other touring shows that are out there in podcast land so um hopefully you get a chance to take a look or take a listen rather and and then uh be inspired to go to podcast nick and and look at all the other things you can listen to seriously man i think the best thing we've done so far is your dresden episode so if you go to podcastnick.com that's front and center it's just the the video is embedded right there and um, you can listen to that and um yeah otherwise you know was- we got we got our 10 feeds so you can just keep going um you know, I- Tell you what was 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 crazy about that trap. Before we go on to the next subject, you know Dresden is a tough subject. We've we've tackled tough subjects before. It's not all about Czech food or how to date a girl in Czech Republic. I mean, we we've done these shows, how to drink better beer in Czech Republic. We've done those shows. Those are great. 
But we've also done the shows on the Holocaust. And I, I was I was just thinking, like, I never would have imagined when we started. I never imagined I'd do a show on the Holocaust. That was it's an hour and forty five minutes. It is it is not just the Holocaust. It is the history of anti semitism in Germany. So we talk. I mean, I, I I it starts at the crucifixion, basically. Okay, I mean, we go way back, like Roman times, a little bit, just to give some some more depth to the background but then like middle ages and then like luther's time he was kind of an anti-semite and um in his later days and uh, it's just uh, yeah it was like this this long history to kind of get to the 20th century and and how that could even happen that was in my mind since i was a kid i grew up in germany and was like how could the holocaust happen and i attempted my very best but uh, obviously an amateurish effort but but uh, I attempted to explain that in in a short, uh, in the most concise way I could, which took an hour and forty five minutes. But I never thought, never, ever, never thought that I would do so. Wow, I, I don't even know how many. I don't even know how to define this. But but just recently on the Underground Railroad, I did a three hour episode on slavery, and part yeah. of that was cutting out um, audio from other, just to, you know, fill in the gaps from, from that episode. I did a, you know, I cut out pieces of two hour episodes from previous episodes of slavery I've done. Um, and, and all together when I was really doing it, it kind of, you know, maybe it's black history month right now. And I realized like I, I've done seven or eight episodes about specific, like where I mentioned segregation or slavery or, um, the, uh, Jim Crow laws and M- MLK. And, uh, I did a, episode on the Black Panthers, like all the, all kinds of stuff. Um, and when you put it all together, it, it kind of tells the whole story. Of course, it's not complete by any ways, by any means, but but it does cover the full span of, of the entire United States. Um, the first episode chronologically was like literally it's a little girl being kidnapped or being, you know, taken in Africa and, and you know, brought down the coast. So, I mean, that's like the whole history, literally. Um to Michael Jackson. I mean, I don't, you know, the last one I did, I forget who, uh, which African-American I covered sports and, um, and an Elvis episode. I mentioned, uh, how Elvis, you know, grew up listening to black music, quote unquote, you know, the black radio stations. And so segregation came up again. And, uh, it's weird that now I could probably talk to you. I could tell you, um, about slavery for three or four hours and, and give you a, a still very amateurish and probably over oversimplified and probably wrong at many places but I could give you a a, a speech on the, the history of slavery in the United States and that is not something I could have done um, no, it, that's, nor that's, nor could I have you know I gave a 90 minute definition in front of a classroom on what al- in Germany no less on what alchemy is I remember and, that I was I, I was speaking fast. Yeah, I was talking really fast. I'm like, holy f*** you guys. Like, okay, a bunch of 17-year-olds, a classroom of 17-year-olds, like, you guys basically barely know, you know, you think of it as like, oh, it's, it's you know, people tried to turn lead into gold, and let's go home now. Can we go home early? I'm like, no, 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 you guys, there's 1,400 years, and it's this, and it's the history of medicine, it's the history of philosophy, it's the history of chemistry, it's, you know, so much, some some physics in there, and... um and uh, you know really excited about all these characters Isaac Newton and all these all these you know Paracelsus for Pete's sake all these crazy folks and um I was like you know when that was done I was like man I'm scratching the surface and I know I am because I'm just trying to summarize everything for these kids and uh definitely I couldn't have done that six years ago it was part of my motivation to do it, it was like I'll 
I was curious, you know, why why did alchemists believe that? So yeah, anyway, and then living in Prague, of course. Well, yeah. what the hell? That to be able to research for Bohemian, I had my pet. Uh, topics like like Sokol, still one of my favorite episodes, is one of the first ones we did on the Sokol movement. Um, ice hockey is in my top 10 to this day. And then um, like Budweiser beer and Pilsner beer and all that. Just just like so much fun to learn about because we were surrounded by that stuff. Um, the Hussites and going to like Tabor and, and those places. Um, just this, you know, castle on a, on a cliff. Just, just, it's an incredible landscape. And then to like have a reason to dig in. And you guys are that reason. Like, it's hard to even, I wouldn't read nonfiction books nonstop like the way I do if I, if I didn't know that, uh, you know, I wouldn't have the privilege of like explaining that, you know, like summarizing this to you or explaining something to you the way I understood it. Um, and giving my own spin and even just making dumb jokes about it. And, you know, like sometimes we got well, flack. Well, let, me, let me interject with this. It, there's, there's something to it that's a little selfish on our part in the sense that it, this has been a, a journey of self-edification, of learning these new things. Um, and it keeps my brain moving in a different direction during the course of the day and the weeks and the months and the years. And I think it's great. Um, I, you know, Travis, I don't know. Did you do a show um, uh, for the German audience on Paul Robeson? Did you do one on him? No. African, really interesting guy. I saw somebody post something the other day. I, I had read about him for a show that I wanted to do a podcast on. You know, an amazing guy. He was one of the first to play uh, college football, first African-Americans to play college football at Rutgers, I believe. He was very famous because he sang, and I'm going to quote unquote this, the old Negro spirituals of Old Man River, I think, was one of the big ones. And because he sang these old slave spirituals with this deep baritone voice, he traveled the world in Europe, and, and people were just amazed at mm-hmm. the, the sorrow that came from his voice because he felt it. His father was a slave. That gives you a, a time frame for him. Now, why is he important, and why, why is history – like these type of guys are important or these subject matters important? Because history is something that is, it's a living thing. It, the, the interpretation with years can change. Um, you know, For him, I, I have a lot of – um, friends that that look at a guy like Paul Robeson, and he was a you know a civil rights leader in Black History Month. He's he's front and center, and, and you're right, he was. But they also leave out the point that he was a pro-Stalin guy, and Stalin brought him over because oh, that's you know, interesting. Okay, yeah, and and um, he he was kind of hoodwinked by Stalin and the communist ideals uh, because of his background, saying, "Well, America didn't work for him." Uh, understandably, right? Yeah, but. But at the end, he never really backtracked on Stalin after Stalin's death, and and he gets negative points <laughs> for that one. That's weird. Um, yeah, but 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 understandable in this. I, I mean, um, I, I came across that when I was reading the Black Panthers. I'm like yeah. I'm like very inclined to uh, like I'm I I am pro um, what, what's it called um, affirmative action type of type of thinking, and I I don't want to like lose listeners here, but but. Um, I, you know, deep down at a very basic level, um, I didn't grow up in the States. Like I came here as a 14 year old and was kind of a little bit taken aback by what I saw because uh, people speak differently and, and think about race differently than, than where I grew up, where black people were only heroes, only only like people aspired to they wanted to be black. How do I you know, it's like the opposite of what you would see here where, you know, my my personally, like my walls were filled 
with African-Americans because I was a huge fan of the NBA. And there might have been two or three white guys on there, but, but you know, from like page-sized little posters to like, I had a six-foot or seven-foot Michael Jordan poster, like from literally floor to ceiling, I had to fold it over. Um, 160 or so posters. And, I, and that number comes from somewhere. Like at one point I was like, someone's like, you're crazy. And I was like, well, let's count them. And, um, you know, just floor to ceiling. And now when I look back, I was like, dude, that was all black guys. And I, I never thought about it. And I turn on the TV and I'm watching Bill Cosby and German, which, you know, now, okay, that's a different <laughs> vibe. Um, but, yeah. but Bill Cosby was like every, he was the most famous American to most Germans other than like Michael Jackson and, you know, a half dozen other black guys. I, I come to America and I'm like, whoa, what's what's going on here? And and uh, I just realized that that based on your upbringing and parents and other people at school and everything, people just just they're more aware of like racial jokes or, you know, um, even like the, the social justice thing. Like Germans say some pretty inappropriate things in our eyes. You know that like in Czech advertising, you see blackface all the time. And, yeah. and here, black, fa- you know, and Germans just wouldn't get it. And it's like, oh, well, the whole minstrel thing. And it was like racist TV and a race, you know, racist minstrel shows and this and that. And, and they weren't even, blacks weren't even profiting off of this. It was white guys in blackface. That's the whole thing. And, um, black exploitation and all these things that Germans just don't know. Before I say what I'm about to say, I want you to know who I am as far, you know, the way I think there. Um, but then when I was reading the black um, uh, Dr. Huey, what's his name? Huey? Shoot. The guy that founded the, one of the founders of the Black Panthers in the 60s. Um, and when I started reading that book, he was, he was, I don't know how communist you could call him, but he gave the the communist revolution as an example and the the class system and and he's like, you know, hey, how long do we have to be oppressed as a class of you know African Americans? Um, you know, when's our revolution? And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I like the idea as a white guy, middle aged white guy. I don't know if I like the idea of like revolution where you start lynching the oppressors because I might get just like thrown into the mix kind of thing. Um, and I, I think it went a little far, but I'm like, well. At the same time, like they were pro uh, gay, right? Like LGBT, because they were right across the road here. They're like Oakland. They're right next to Berkeley and San Francisco. Um, so they, they were the time of Harvey Milk and they worked together. Kind of interesting, interest, or knew of each other, you know, kind of interesting stuff. Like they, the black community and gay community supported each other. And also the feminists, like the women's rights. Um, he talked about that in the Black Panthers books because he's like all oppressed people, et cetera, et cetera. You know, Jews in the past and all that. Um, so, yeah, the thing is, like, then you start talking about communists, and I'm like, okay, that's weird. And, and given American history and the way we think of communism, it's almost like you just want to—you you might as well be a Satanist. You're just, you're just saying you're the bad guy in a way. Like, why would you do that unless you were being contrarian? Um, you want to talk about Marx and, you, you know, I don't even—I I really don't like Lenin. But you want to talk about Marxism on a philosophical basis or the Paris Commune or, you know, various times of history when you could call it communism and you— you know, it's a discussion we could have, but Stalin is a dictator. Stalin killed, you know, tens of millions of peoples. Uh, you don't get a pass on that one, you know. Um, another interesting character, like, we're going off track, my friend, but like Jack Johnson, uh, Jackie Robinson, obviously, too, but like the boxer, like, the more I heard about it, the more I'm just like, okay, why is this not an episode yet? Like, that's just um, so much scandal, so much, so many good, good stories. Um, 
but okay. So yes. So we're, you know, here the, to wrap up what we're uh, to summarize what we're saying in a way is while history of alchemy uh, listeners thought we had ghosted off the face of the earth, I was literally standing on stage telling Germans about Johnny Carson and Don Rickles and and the Rat Pack and uh, Sammy Davis Jr. and and um, Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Frank. Frankie. Frank Sinatra and all those guys like standing on stage in a suit and tie talking German, uh, you know, trying to get to Don Rickles. Really, the, the point was Don Rickles, but Las Vegas, JFK, Marilyn Monroe. It was that was an awesome little thing. It was a lot of fun. You were you were in the audience, you know, taping it all. Um, yeah. So like because you mentioned like siloed audiences, you know, so like while while half the people think we've like ghosted and no longer podcast. We're like doing live events and, you know, just just in a different corner of the podcasting community, basically. Um, oh, yeah. So much fun, man. Six years. Well, yeah, I know. There's just so many things. There's great stories. I've met crazy. so many great, amazing. I've seen some great places, too. I mean, that's the other thing with this new show coming out. I It's, um, you know, I, I get so much enjoyment about going to a new place or even going back to a place like Stockholm or going to uh, Paris again and, and, and seeing it with a different eyes through what I think our audience wants to see. Uh, that kind of gives me a little bit of an extra shot in the arm to, to push a little longer. I went, when I went to Paris last year, you know, I had some time to, to, to look around and, and uh, you know, took my iPhone with me and I was recording on that. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to take a taxi. One, I can't afford it. Two, <laughs> two, I'm going to really push, and that way I can tell what someone tell somebody that okay, if I push about you know four kilometers, five kilometers in summer heat, um, if I can do it, you can do it, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. So um, I can also tell you that maybe that's not a great idea. So yeah, um, you know, like that, pay, that, just that pay for a cab, up. yeah, whatever yeah. your advice yeah. is, yeah, pay for a cab. Be like it can't so, be done. Yep. It can be done, and you know my love of history is really what the show. Is. The show's not all about wheelchair accessibility. It's actually I would say almost fifty fifty or you know sixty forty uh, history related. It's it's the stuff that really kind of gets me thinking about the past, and um, you know going through places like Paris and then seeing um, you know where these executions or the you know the 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 uh, Robespierre you know reign reign of terror. You know, walking through those streets and saying, "Okay, this is where the guillotine was. This is where, where the the smell of human, uh, you know, uh, sacrifice basically to to this new republic was so horrible that people had to move outside of town." You know, I mean, you don't see that now when you see you know traffic circles and and uh, people selling you know uh, you know their croissants on the side of the road. It's is is that wrong to say that by the way? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's pretty accurate. I don't think it's <laughs> selling croissants on the side of the road. Maybe not croissants. <laughs> Close enough. Is that wrong? I'm sorry. Uh... Anyway, but yeah, I like to take you through through time a little bit in in a very urban 21st century world, and take a take a minute and say, okay, if you can squint your eyes. You know, here's what the sand looked like, you know, in the 1700s. And maybe I can maybe tell you how bad it smelled because it was awful. <laughs> you know, um, you know, so there's a lot of research that goes into these shows. And and hopefully if we do our job right, you, we can take you back in time a little bit. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it is the kind of stuff that I like to watch. I'm a, you know, the old like travel channel type of, you know, going on a vacation without leaving your living room in one sense, but also like, oh, maybe I'll go there next. To define what we've done is is weird because if you add it all up, I mean, we gave numbers like uh, downloads and whatnot, but just the 
if you add up all of our reviews on iTunes, it's it's hundreds. You know, like just each show might have a hundred review history. Uh, Americana for Oich just topped a hundred, and I owe them another episode because with those listeners, I'm like, you guys only get an episode every 10, <laughs> 10 iTunes, re- iTunes reviews. And it works, <laughs> sadly. Uh, I mean, good for me, but um, yeah, we just reached 100, 100 iTunes re- reviews. And I think Bohemian and, and History of Germany are in the, I don't even know now, like one, 130s or 140s or whatever. But if you add them all up, it's, you know, History of Germany has, you know, it's the same in both languages. So it's like double. Um, and it's, and it's really, really sweet stuff. It's just really, really encouraging and nice stuff. And, um, if you look back at the first year, we didn't have any of that. We did have folks like, like, um, Andrew, what was his name? Andrew Mentz, Andrew Mentz, right? Uh, one of the first guys that was like, Hey, people are talking about you on, on the Facebook page. Get, get over there, you know? And, um, it turned out, it turns out that those people were Andrew, like that saint. He's just, you know, he posted our shows and we're like, these guys are cool. Um, but, but yeah, it was at first we're kind of like, just like, is an echo down the hallway. It's like, Hey, we see, we got 50 downloads, but who the hell are you guys? And now it's like, yeah, I, I mean, we've, if you put all the emails together, all the comments, all the YouTube comments, all the ACAST, uh, I guess ACAST doesn't have comments, but podcast Nick comments and history of comments. And, and, um, uh, definitely all the reviews on iTunes are just like super flattering and, <laughs> you know, just like really, really nice stuff. Um, it's, it's hundreds, hundreds of, of people have written in or liked stuff or, um, you know, given us five stars here or there, or even thrown us a couple of bucks for, for a beer or two and to keep it, to keep it all, all running. Um, hundreds of people have written it like it, that's Yeah. Thank you so much. It's crazy. We, we've done listener requests, dozens at this point, um, for on various shows. But Americana for always, like, just people joke tweet at me. And I'm like, huh, you think that's funny? And then here it is. Someone's like, potatoes. Someone said gas stations. They had they had it. A week later, I'd have done an episode on potatoes. You better believe it. My mom's from Idaho. It was a damn good. Is that Actually, that episode still gets, like, quoted all the time. Um yeah, Spuds, it's called. It's it's a Spuds. classic. Yeah, and I just like, and I never would have thought that that would be a fact that someday I would do a podcast on potatoes. Um, but uh, yeah, what a ride it's been, and and it looks like we're we're really just you know now it's it's every once in a while you you do kind of see these like either like tentpole moments like a spike in downloads because you know BuzzFeed linked to us once you know these fluke things were like what the hell happened and um or somebody mentions us on a podcast and sometimes we don't even know until six months later um but 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 that the thing is that then the downloads never go to where they were before like we'll get a spike and then we will see like oh we we got definitely got a hundred people that just are always listening now more or you know a hundred additional subscribers is for that show we've just been super grateful in having those moments and and kind of been able to to step up now and then with our production and launch new shows and i don't want to say be more consistent overall in our output yes more consistent but a lot of those is hidden because we'll do interviews or be on other people's shows um but our content i mean we still did i still did 12 to 20 episodes last year so i don't know um or more um but yeah, I just think, yeah, I mean, I, I just can't wait to, to, to see what, what other doors are going to be open in the future and who's going to discover us on Twitter and what relationships that brings and, and even friendships that we've built with fellow listeners and podcasters over the years. 
And um, we found so many like-minded people. Some of the fun is reaching people. This is almost a cliche, I I realize, as I'm saying it. But, but, um, you know, when it comes to, like, alchemy, I I had this burning interest. I was answering questions on Ask Historians, and I was writing about it on uh, historyofalchemy.com. Um, before it was a podcast, like a good year or so before it was a podcast. And, but to myself, I mean, there was nobody listening. I, I'd get a couple of upvotes on Reddit um, and that was it. And, and now, you know, it's like I walk around with a history of alchemy t-shirt or, you know, a history of alchemy magnet on my car or something. People are like, what's that? Alchemy? Are you serious? At Comic-Con, I was trying, supposed to be talking about um, Jericho, that old TV show. And instead people are like, what's the history of alchemy? I was like, go away. I'm not supposed to talk about it. Um, but yeah, so you've, you've just so many like-minded folks over the years and we, you know, our, our, both of ours, you know, opportunity to, to interview people and, and talk to people that just wouldn't have had as much interest in like, who the hell are you wearing a baseball hat and a, you know, skater, skater shoes. And, you know, like, why would I talk to you about anything? But if you show up with a microphone and a camera and there's two of us, then, you know, the, the people at the. Um, that Nazi museum and the, the Nazi trials and everything were just kind of like, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, 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 um, it's opened a lot of doors. And I think I'm just very optimistic and excited about thinking about, um, what that will do in the future and, and what, what opportunities we might come across and the people I'll meet. I'm going to Podstock this summer. Like I'm going tickets are bought. It's happening. And I've been, and I've been wanting Man, yeah, I've been wanting to for years, and I actually said like, "Oh, the next year I'm going," and just so much crap is happening that you know, just never it just yeah fell through every year until like it's actually happening, and and uh, super excited, and um, yeah, I can't wait. Just as a viewer listener, I can't wait to see the next past past access episodes. Um, really excited, yeah, just just that's great, and and. Um, the teams broadened and Kelly and Judith and Ahmad and, and happy to have met those people. Um, definitely happy to, happy to have, uh, Imad in my, in my circle of friends and, you know, to have known that, to, to know that guy. So, and what about 2019? That's can't, I can't wait. Yeah. I think, I think we've got our, our plates are full and there'll still be some, you know, we are loyal listener for a lot of other things, uh, for our original shows. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get some more coming out your way. There's definitely gonna be some of those from Bohemian, uh, but you know a lot of our efforts to get this new show off the ground is is gonna be uh, you know very time consuming. So um, you know I think we'll give enough for everybody to get something they like, and um, we all love having feedback. So if you can give us feedback, let us know what you think. Maybe get some requests. I know we had one great request from one of our Bohemian listeners from the states. Uh, that wanted to know more about how to find out information on finding Czech genealogy, you know, and, and actually we um, got that one a lot. Uh, also for, yeah, history of, I, that would be a great one. I should have you on for history of Germany too. I kind of ignore those people because I, cause it's a lot, a lot of people are asking like, how would you go about? And I was like, well, my family's all from Scotland. And, and first of all, I, I know where my, I have all the records. <laughs> and second, I've been to Scotland and I've opened the phone book and I don't know what to tell you about, but, but you do like Pete has gone to Lair and looked up his, you know, where the, where the Kolmena are all from the Kolmans. Um, is it called Menon? I don't know. I, I'm yeah, butchering the, the plural in three uh, different ways. Basically. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's, that, that's um, you know, those trips that are, are very personal to us or, 
um, things that we do that we have a personal stake in. I think a lot of our listeners have sent emails thanking us to you know, kind of pull the curtain back a little bit to see who we are as, as people. Um, you know, we have jobs. I've got kids. You've got a dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, there's, there's lots of things going on with, you know, work and for both our lives that we don't normally talk about. Uh, but, um, you know, in between all those things and those responsibilities is, is our love of doing these shows. So um, if we can give you a little more insight to who we are, that's fine. I think you'll see that uh, in more video format in the past Access show. You'll see me wheeling through streets. You'll see me giving advice about this, that, and the other thing. Um, so I think uh, you might see a new Pete if you've only been listening to me what, for the past few it's, years. What's also a lot of fun is um, in the last year, I've been – yeah, I, I've mentioned this before, but but I've been a, I've been a guest on a lot of podcasts, and, I, and that's so much fun because I don't have to edit it, and I can just kind of like show up on recording day, not you know not miss the appointment, and then just uh, record and go home and forget about it, and then retweet it whenever it comes out. And um, I, I think we got it. We got to try to get you in front of some some other microphones too. And uh, if, if people are curious about Pete, um, and you got a podcast, invite him on the show and learn more about you know. Czech Republic and his history and all that. Um, if you want to hear more about Pete, we did inter you know, we, we talked before on the podcast Nick feed um, and gave your background of like everything, like how you came to be in a wheelchair. Cause, cause you weren't born in one. I mean, no one was, but <laughs> um, you know, the, the whole, like your, your Paralympic fencing days, like all these, the, you know, why Prague and all that stuff. Um, and and so all that's on the podcasting feed. All that's on podcasting.com. And uh, yeah, like it's I, I got to recommend it to you too. like, you know, go find some folks to be like, hey, let's collaborate and, you know, invite me to your show and we'll talk about uh, alchemy or Bohemian or something that that's a lot of fun. And we're always up for that. If, if uh, other other creators are out there and listening, we love to collaborate and, uh, you know, have you on or us. If, I mean, if the, some people want to come on just to because they. Like, I don't, I guess I can't say it. I can't really go into detail, but, but like some, some founder of a company emailed me and said, Hey, you know, I'm a great talker. I did this Ted talk and this, that, whatever thing, uh, have me on your show. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure you don't know what the hell you're talking. Cause it was like a form letter where it's like, you, you know, you have awesome content where you think your show makes great points. And I'm like, what show? If you don't even mention the title, then I'm like, are you talking about Africa, a history or, you know, secret cabinet? I don't know. Obviously, you never checked out the website even. Um, and then I'm like, well, how does that relate to history or alchemy? Like you're some founder of some, you know, manufacturing company. How does that? So that's happened, you know, and, and we've kind of turned that stuff down. But but if if you're history related if you're a librarian a historian you just happen to live in a town that has a lot of history and, and you're a history buff um then maybe yes we could we'd love to have you on for sure uh but if you're a podcaster yeah let's you know we've in the last year i've done collaborations with um in english like in german a dozen uh they have these crazy events like day of the podcast and they're live streaming all of Podstock and you know fun fun stuff um, but even in English, I had, you know, Noah Tetzer on from the uh, History of Vikings into the portal. Was that 2018, maybe earlier, or maybe 2017? Um, an episode on homunculi, which was just so much fun. Um, so I, I would like to mention that again. Into the portal is a, is a, they turned out, you know, I was 
really early days, but they turned out to be a great show and have spinoff shows and, you know, rocking the Instagram game and all that. Um, but yeah, they're, you know, kind of a, a the Bigfoot type of shows, like really great legends and stories and and um, all kinds of so crazy stuff. Um, but a lot of a lot of collaborations um, because it's just a lot of fun to not have to edit it afterwards and worry about it. Yeah, those, those are great collaborations. I know you've been a guest speaker a few places. I link to I, them all on the podcast, Nick. I, yeah. I, I try to, I don't know if it's up to date, up to date, but most of them are up there. So you could, yeah, if you just want to listen to us more, yeah, I, you know, there's all the, the places we were guests are all linked to on podcast, Nick, too. So, yeah. And, you know, I think it's great that we have this network of people that we, that we talk with and, and, uh, um, it, it kind of, uh, we, we share audiences and, and different uh, viewpoints, well, I think. Yeah. And for sure. Whoa. It's almost, we've been talking for two hours and of course, like shout out to Agora podcast network and the dark myths, uh, collective, um, Chris stops and all those guys, I, man. Yeah. I would have felt bad if I forgot Chris stops. I had him on his, on Americana for Oish, uh, Hunter S Thompson. Chris stops was on one of my German shows. Um, but yeah, like like those guys are always down to collaborate. They they put stuff up on the Dark Myths feed, um, and we have a, a Dark Myths Twitter account and an Agora Twitter account where like Ben Ben Jacobs from Wittenberg Westphalia and um, American Biography, a bunch of those shows are like active. And um, there's a, Agora Marketplace for the Mind is a new Facebook group where it just. We don't have to. It's very little self promotion is the thing. It's just like history buffs getting together, sharing a bunch of memes, sharing the latest archaeological news or you know whatever it is. It's it's a it's a place for history buffs, um, and and podcast fans and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, in fact, in fact, a bunch of the what was really cool is the Dark Myths guys and Agora guys were all all did a thing up in in Harvard. Like in person, they showed up to Harvard and like Christops was in America. Christops is in Spokane, Washington right now, dude. I didn't know that. That's from okay. my Yeah, it's like across the border from where my like yeah, he has a uh, an American girlfriend now and is living in Washington's living. I mean, he's in he's in uh America on a tourist visa for a couple months, but but he's up in in Washington state for I'm like, "What?" And he flew he's he's like posting about In-N-Out Burger. And he's like, oh, now I get it. Okay, I take it all back. <laughs> like nobody understands In and Out Burger to nah. actually go to California and get one. No, nah, you, you don't know what the hell you're talking. <laughs> you have not had a burger until you've been to the states, man. I'm sorry. Like Prague has great burgers because Americans are in the kitchen. Okay, but until you 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 can't eat a Big Mac and then come at me with burger. You know, fast food is crap. Like I'm sorry, it's just an invalid state. You know, sorry, man. You just don't know what the hell you're talking about. So Chris, I was like, oh, and then he's flying by. I'm like, wait, are you coming? Are you coming up the 101 or the five? Like, that, dude, you're you're driving right by my house. Um, but great community. So that, yeah, they're like group pictures. I, I I obviously I couldn't make it to Massachusetts. That's that's crazy. Um, but they printed out my picture <laughs> and put me on the table and took a group a group photo with you know me in it in a way. Um, but yeah, I love those guys. And then of course, because they're all like, Hey, we're all going to, um, wherever Harvard is Cambridge or whatever, Massachusetts. And, and they're all like, um, well, let's, you know, they organize together to share room rooms and, you know, accommodation and all that, which is just an example of, of, you know, these are not competing networks. Like, I mean, we're a member of both, so obviously they're not, but, um, yeah, uh, definitely go check out like, uh, darkmyths.org and, uh, agorapodcastnetwork.com, um, yeah, of of which we're both a proud member. Absolutely, it, 
uh, great shows. Great shows they have that that we've all been a part of in some form or fashion, and and um, you know it, they kind of help us raise our game a little bit because they help uh, us with know, sponsors and all that. We we yeah, can so you know collectively go at a sponsor oh, and yeah. yeah. So yeah, good stuff. So it's been a great six years, Trap. Been a great six years, buddy. It's crazy. C- congratulations on uh, Numero Seis. Yeah, you too, pal. I didn't think we'd make it this far, um, and on top of that. Uh, I think that we've got a lot of a lot of good fuel left in our tank. Yeah, I I, I kind of think we're just getting uh, like it's weird, but but podcasting is my therapy in a way, like, especially the German episodes where I know there's a less chance of it coming back to haunt me. I like I, I've had listeners be like, "Hey, your you know your dog Smogums and your your ex wife and your brother and your grandpa Ned and your uncle Junior and you know telling me stories about." my uncle's experience in Vietnam and everything. And I'm like, ah, oh, okay. I talk too damn much. Like you're, you had pink hair in high school. And I'm like, yeah, I talk too damn much. But <laughs> the flip side is that is like, that's therapeutic. And I, and I do believe that, um, it is such a passion to just be like, it's so motivating to learn stuff to then be able to share it with the world that I, when we started, I was like, let's, let's try it out. Like, let, you know, I want to have done it kind of thing. What does that mean? One, two, three years, uh, you know, do create a hundred episodes. I, I was like, Mike Duncan, let's create 130 episodes of history of alchemy. Call it good. And, uh, six years later, it's like, you know, on, on the 10th show that we've launched, um, now I realize, oh yeah, we're just getting started. Six years is, the first, you know, how old am I going to get? 80, maybe, if I don't die of lung cancer. Um, you know, so now I realize, oh, okay, I, I, this is the first six years of my 45-year career of podcasting. Or, you know, some sort of, you know, as a YouTuber, I don't care. Whatever's going to, what, what's it going to be in 45 years? And I'm, I'm going to be an Instagram influencer, all right? Um, wearing ponchos every day. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Getting my poncho sponsorship on and cowboy boots sponsorship on on Instagram, um, but I, I I realize like it's just so much fun to kind of have that conversation with even if it's you know overwhelming thousands of people at at time or hundreds of people kind of shouting at you. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I no regrets. Not yet. <laughs> Yeah, no, crazy, crazy uh, learning curve and uh, crazy experience and tons of adventures to come. Yeah, and if you get a chance, Travis, you mentioned this before, we just sent home the point, you know, if you really want to uh, help us kind of fulfill some of our goals to bring you some really great content, um, you can you can donate to the show or you can actually go to our uh, store shop. And Travis gives, gives them the address for that because I think that's a, a good thing where you can take something, you can wear it, you can put it on your dog, you can put it on your head. Uh, to advertise for our show and also help us out to achieve some of our goals for our travel, uh, new equipment that we need. Um, basically, it's powers in your hands. That's right. Go check out Podcast Nick Shop. That's podcastnikshop.com. Um, and thanks for this uh, listening to this two-hour infomercial <laughs> advertisement for Podcast Nick. <laughs> right, exactly. No, Thank yeah, like, like we got to, we got to, we got to pop that that bottle of champagne every year and and just yeah. uh, take a look back and and celebrate our do the, the I know it's vain you celebrate ourselves but man <laughs> we're just so happy this has just been such an incredible experience and uh, we want to let you know that we are just over the roof um, with everything so thanks a lot thank you say the last word.
um, Shibuli. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.